Hello and welcome to the first classroom edition of The Curriculum, a podcast by Cornerstones Education. These podcasts are for children just like you, who love learning and want to find out more about the world around them. I'm your host, Caroline, and today's episode is all about why we celebrate Bonfire Night. We'll be finding out who Guy Fawkes was, what he did, and how his story ended, and also why we remember, remember, the 5th of November at all. Hello! Now, you might be looking forward to bonfire night and excited about those dazzling fireworks, but have you ever wondered why we do these things and celebrate the 5th of November after all? I am very excited to announce that we've been joined in the studio today by our history expert, Professor Al, who is going to reveal all. Good afternoon, Professor. Good afternoon, Caroline. Well, thank you very much for joining us today. Now, Let me start with the most important question. Who exactly was Guy Fawkes? Well, Guy Fawkes was born in York in 1570, at the end of the Elizabethan period, where there was lots of issues with Protestants and Catholics. Now, he was born into a Protestant family, but converted to Catholicism. And then when he was 21, he left England and went to join the Spanish army to fight against other Protestants. The Catholics and the Protestants really weren't getting on at this point in history. Oh dear. So why was that? Well, Queen Elizabeth I was very much against Catholics and lent quite an extensive witch hunt against Catholic priests and anyone who supported the Catholic faith. When she died, King James I came to the throne and the Catholics were quite excited because he already had a child who was Catholic and he had some Catholic sympathies, should we say. However, quite early in his reign, it became clear that he wasn't going to be kind to the Catholics. And just like Elizabeth I, he led down many great witch hunts against Catholic believers. I see. And what happened next? Well, tired of being persecuted for their beliefs, Guy Fawkes and a number of his friends decided that the best way to solve the problem was to get rid of the king and all of the parliament at the same time. That sounds extreme. Very extreme, but... They saw themselves as freedom fighters and saw it as the only way to preserve their way of life. I see, right. So is them trying to blow up the Houses of Parliament and kill the King what we know as the gunpowder plot? Exactly. The idea that Guy Fawkes and his friends had was that if they got rid of all the powerful ruling elite who were Protestant and the King, they could then replace the King with somebody of their choosing who would be kinder to Catholics. I see. Now what... What did they do? What was their plan? Well, obviously, getting rid of the king and all the ruling elites at the same time was going to be very difficult. Mm. So their plan was to hide lots of barrels of gunpowder underneath the houses of lords. And then when everyone came in, light the fuse and blow them all up in one go. My goodness. So what happened? Well, they got very close. They rented some apartments next to the houses of parliament, dug a tunnel through the cellars and then hid 36 barrels of gunpowder. Now, it was Guy Fawkes' responsibility to light the fuse that would cause the explosion that would kill the king and all the ruling lords. However, he was caught just before he could set fire to the fuse. Uh Uh-oh. And uh, dare I ask what happened to Guy? It wasn't seen as a popular decision for him to do it. So, he was captured and arrested straight away. The remaining plotters made a last stand, should we say, at Holbeck House, where the king's guards came to arrest them. 
Some of them were shot and killed, but the majority of them were arrested. And at the same time as Guy Fawkes, they were sentenced to death. Oh, that sounds very final. Very final. Well, if you consider being hung, drawn and quartered as being final, then very final indeed. Yeah, I think that's when the details may get a bit gory, Professor. So listeners with a sensitive disposition, maybe cover your ears now. Well, the hung part is very obvious. They were hung until the point of which they passed out. They were then laid out upon a table and stretched, which is the drawn part. Ooh. And then they were, and they're, oh, I've, I missed out the most important point of that bit where their entrails were taken out. What are your entrails? Your, all your intestines inside your stomach, the long sausagey bits that you right. kind of are quite important. I wish I hadn't asked that. And the final part of quartered, for anyone who knows their fractions, they were split into four pieces. So their what? arms, legs removed and sent to the four corners of the country, while their head was chopped off, put on a spike at the Tower of London. And is this what happened to Guy Fawkes? It was what happened to Guy Fawkes. And after the event is where the uh, celebrations of Bonfire Night come in with their celebration of thwarting the attempt on the king's life. At the time, church bells were rung and people would gather together shining lights, whereas nowadays we now light bonfires and fire sparklers and fireworks into the sky to represent what would have happened if the gunpowder actually lit. Oh, I see. So the fireworks are almost like an imaginary thing. It didn't really happen, but it could have happened. It, that's, it kind of celebrates kind of what would have happened if yeah. the plot had succeeded. But interestingly enough, ever since the gunpowder plot, whenever a king or queen visits Parliament, there's a tradition that his or her bodyguards will then go and search beneath the Houses of Parliament just in case there is any barrels of gunpowder there. How interesting. And that still happens to this day, apparently. Goodness me. So that's the legacy of the gunpowder plot still being felt today, not just in your fields near where you live with your lit bonfires, but also the Queen herself. Have someone go and check. That is fascinating. Thank you so much, Professor Al, for coming in today to tell us the story of Guy Fawkes and his failed plot, and also why we celebrate the event with bonfires and fireworks today. Now that's it for today's podcast, but don't forget to tune in to the next episode of the Curriculum Podcast Classroom Edition. Oh, and before you go, make sure you listen right to the end of this episode, because we have a sizzling bonfire night rhyme for you to learn. So it's goodbye for now, and don't forget to keep safe this bonfire night. Remember, remember, the 5th of November, gunpowder, treason, and plot. I know of no reason why gunpowder treason should ever be forgot.